Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Trust and Believe. I'm your host, Sean T. And this is our Valentine's Day episode, so I'm bringing in my other hole. The heavy hitter. Oh, my God. <laughs> heavy hitting on what? Heavy. You remember when they had, back in the day in the R&B radio stations, they had that heavy hitter. And then they play really, like... Somebody is showing their age today. We got white planes over there. Anyway... Welcome to Trust and Believe. Today we're going to enhance your ability to trust and believe that even in a relationship where your husband is 18,000 years older than you, no, I'm kidding. We're going to enhance your ability to trust and believe in the fact that love just shouldn't be celebrated on one day and shit goes down in relationships. Whether it's brand new or whether it's old like you. <laughs> I looked at Scott when I said that. Get ready to trust and believe. Somebody say it This is Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Trust and Believe. Thank my name you. is Sean T. I'm very happy to have you here today. I have my special guest, Scotty Rocks, <laughs> a.k.a. Scott Photobombs, and he... A.K.A. the person who's talking right now. And he is going to be chatting with me about love, sex, and... Oh, my God. What was that movie? Wasn't there a movie called Love, Sex, and... Sex, Lies, and Videotapes. Sex, Lies, and Videotapes. That was a scandalous movie back in my day. I don't know that you were born yet. Back no, then. I remember that. But you saying some stuff. You talking about, like, slow jams from 1972. Yes. I had a slow jams mixtape, baby. Like, I made a mixtape. In high school, what was on your mixtape? Oh, like all the cool, all the good R and B slow jams, like Joe, and like. Do y'all know who Joe is? Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, keep going. Wow, hold on. Do you? This is the second time we got the people this. in the room are th almost thirty three and thirty two. Picture so. it. The production crew is behind the camera, aka uh, Chip and Elliot. The slow jam mixtape was so I didn't have sex until I was in college. Oh my god. However. I dreamed of having sex. Oh I don't know with God. who. What? Well, actually, I knew it was going to be with guys, but I was forcing myself to This be straight, is what happens so. when he comes on the show. And you never know where it's going to go. So I made a mixtape so that one day, if I ever, ever fell in love and was going to have sex, I was going to push play on the, the cassette player 
and the mixtape would start and it would be like fireworks and it would be no 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 that wasn't around then like new edition can you stand the rain oh my god that song oh i know i know we can play a quick game even though we can't sing songs oh yeah we can't do that can you name a song and see if i know it or you don't know titles of songs like that can i name a song can you name a song on a mixtape yeah, well, like I just in addition did. to that. Um, crap. We're going to see how old he is. I can't. I'm trying to think of besides. All right. Well, if at any point. I will, I'll blurt it out. Just blurt it out and yeah. then I have to start singing. Anyway, I think besides him being messy. Sidetracked. A lot of people will, will pop onto a Valentine's Day episode and be like, oh my gosh, like let's talk about love. Just like that. And I'm so annoying. But that's great for newbies relationships and I love celebrating that because one of the things that annoys me so bad this is nothing to do with love or valentine's day and this happened to chip and I'm really good friends with my friend Paul that said this so I'm not hating on Paul uh. but one of the things that annoys me is when people say like like chip we were talking about his birthday and he's like yeah I'm gonna be 33 he's like oh you're just a baby and I want to be like no he's not he's not a baby he's not a baby he's a 33 almost 33 you're old man. Now, I know why people say that, because people say that when they're as old as you, and they're like, oh my gosh, like you're 20 years younger than me. Like, you're such a baby. No, I'm not. And so I don't like it when people are like new and in love, and people are like, oh, this is just new love. Puppy like, love. They say it's puppy love or it's new love. Or like, oh, you guys, this is great. Like, enjoy it now. Because I'm like, not everything is going to get bad or worse. I just don't like when people downplay people's happiness or their age, I'm like, it, he might be a baby, not even a baby because I'm very literal, but younger to you, he or she or they are at their max age. And I feel like that's the same when it comes to relationships, like not downplaying the new or the seasoned relationships. Like every time you celebrate your relationship, you're at your max time. So I say all that to say, whether you are at your max time in it your max time is one year or if you're, your max time in it's almost 12 and a half years like us or if you're your max time is 50 plus years in like your parents enjoy the moment i just want to set that foundation when you hear the like when we're when people ask you how long has been together when you hear the number 12 as the number of years it'll be to the 13 this year what do you think like did you think that well I, I think how many times we smashed, bitch. I'm like, 12 yeah. times last night. Hey. Oh, my God. I'm just being silly. No. Um, so <laughs> when you hear the number, that number of years we've been together, what do you think? Are you like, wow, that's a long time? Or, wow, I didn't even realize it? Or, wow, like, I never thought I'd be together with someone for 12 years? Or, like, what what goes through your mind when when someone says, how long have we together? And then you're, you say the number of years, and then do you reflect on it? I think the number itself represents a time line, but I don't really, I don't think it feels like anything except for what it feels like in the moment. Because let's say we were in a bad place in our relationship. I think it's just going to feel bad. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, in some ways comparing it to time past. I remember when, oh my gosh, and we were so in love. Like We don't really talk in past tense like that. Actually, we do. We talk like that before kids. It's like before kids <laughs> and after kids. Facts. 
you know, so the time for me is it represents like what it is now. Even if we, you know, we had a tough time having kids. That was like our five year stint of like this is like a stressful time. I don't harp on that as a part of the entire experience. Or even if we weren't doing well right now, it would be. I think that's what I think about, which I think in turn, what I'm saying is I stay really present in the moment because if I go too far ahead or I get too stuck in the past and I can't work on what needs to be worked on or enjoy. So right then now. do you, so then do you ever recognize the work and the accomplishment? I don't, you know, and this is like, I don't know if that sounds really bad. No, it's what you do. But I think <laughs> that actually my, bodybuilding coach <laughs> Justin and I were talking about that today because he said his wife asked him to go to a camp a couples camp at their church this week and I think she assumed that he would say no because he's super quiet and I was like wait this guy is super quiet he's wonderful I was like so does it really stress you out to like get in front of people if you have to share stuff in front of a group of people he's like Oh man, he's like it is the worst. He you know? barely his voice barely gets above like a three decibel. Yeah, he like, talks super soft. So you don't recognize the work, right? So my point is, I said all that to say they've been married ten years. They've been married ten years. Yeah. Oh wow. They, just like us, they've been married like ten years a little bit before us. My whole point to that story was, we were talking about how even though she asked him to go to this couples camp is not because anything bad is happening and she assumed he was going to not want to go because it made him uncomfortable but he was like I'm going to go because it does make me uncomfortable because he thinks that's you know how you grow my whole point to that I think because I kind of went on a little story you asked me about the work and all that you ever recognize the work yeah I just don't I think that in that story by him saying yeah you know like it's like tough you know, meaning like it's tough for him to want to do this thing, but he's like, I'm going to go because it's uncomfortable for me. And my wife asked me to go. And we also talked about the work it takes in relationships. And I don't know what they, you know, their evolution of their relationship was. But for me, I just can't give that too much energy. And believe it or not, there's a combo of people that kind of like help me get there. I think I would have harped on it when I was younger, you know, before therapy. Harped on what? Like the work and like we went through this and we went through that and we went through this, you know, like all the work. I think I don't acknowledge the work because it takes me back maybe to a time that I didn't necessarily enjoy. And if I work through it, I'm fine. So here's something really interesting. Your calmness is like obviously has rubbed off on me which I'm kind of happy about, but also like being wild. But, you know, when it comes to my temper, I guess my impatience, because I don't really have a temper like that, but my impatience. And you know, it's funny, over the last 18 months, that little chip that floats around here, because sometimes, <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to Chip, he's giving me an eye. <laughs> Seeing him in a relationship with Elliot, too, which is so funny, because Chip turns into Chris. <laughs> Chris Jenner. He turns into Chris Jenner when he gets pissed off, not at us, but at people who try it. But seeing him in a relationship with Elliot, like, Chip is more like, okay, like, you're stressed out. He's like, okay, and he finds humor in it. And I was like, oh, you know, that's, like, really funny. And I think that I interpret all that, and I put it into my own calculation of how I'm going to feel about the relationship that I am at the moment. And I think I value the fact that we've never been in a place of, do I want to be in this relationship or not? Or mm -hmm. is this getting too tough? 
and then I realize, you know, the old adage, like, don't sweat the small stuff, because at the end of the day, it's small stuff. I'm going to keep going with this question. When I said, do you ever recognize the work? Did work have a negative or a positive connotation? It's just empty. It's like, it's oh. empty calories. Interesting. I think the present moment is the reflection of the work, right? Mm-hmm. So I look at it like, you know, we've done a good job. So maybe I recognize the work, but, you know, even when you try to cuss me out or whatever. When was the last time oh, I cussed you, you out? you let me have it sometimes. When was the last time I cussed you out? <laughs> I believe that happens in return, like in, in reverse. I don't ever cuss you out when I'm mad. I don't cuss <laughs> you out. I cuss you out when I'm being sarcastic and annoying. I'm like, bitch. But I don't really cuss you out when I'm mad. I express my emotions when, I'm, when we're in an argument. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So back to the work. As you know, I'm 236 years old. And over the years, <laughs> I've, I've, I've realized something about myself is that when I was younger, I was in the hamster wheel. Like I needed to to do the best that I could do and achieve all these outstanding goals. And once I got to those goals, I had to get to new ones and next and next and next. And, you know, whenever I was training, I always had to run faster. And so I realized at some point I couldn't run faster. And even as, no matter how much work I put in, there's going to be a point at which I won't be able to be better than I was the next day because I'm already the elitist of what I am. Right. Mm-hmm. So I felt that when I, when I got to that place, I was like, well, what do I have? Because I've been so focused on the carrot, if you will, like I didn't have anything. I mean, I had all these things, but I never recognized it. I never acknowledged the work that I put in. And so at that point, I was like, wait a minute, I need to realize that, that I've done all these amazing things. I put in all this work I've done, um, whether it's positive or negative. I look at it as a positive because I did the best that I could do. And if I don't recognize that, I will feel empty when I'm at that point of what do I do next? So that's why I say there have been two times in the last six months where I was like, wow. One was when the boys turned five and I told someone, oh yeah, the boys are five. And I was like, holy fuck balls, they're five. Like there's <laughs> something, there was something about year five where I was, I'd never thought about this before, but I had this moment of like, we have had kids for five years. That's incredible. And they're great kids. And then just now when I said 12 years, I was like, oh my gosh, we've been, it doesn't feel like 12 years. I don't know what 12 is supposed to feel like. I had an opinion of what 12 would feel like, but I mean, my longest relationship previous to this was six and that was not a successful relationship. And that was work, meaning bad work. And 
and to be in this one where it doesn't feel like work, I, ha I feel like I have to acknowledge that there have been moments along the way where we've had fights and we've had things that we need to work on, but I have grown and I have, you've grown. Like I was thinking this morning, I'm like, if he asked me questions today about him or you know, what has he grown about? Your financial awareness is astronomically better than when we started. Like you are like conscious of spending th money. <laughs> you are you're like, okay, I'm going to spend this money, but I'm going to make it up over here. And I'm like, that is remarkable. And that to me is growth. And I think that needs to be acknowledged. So that's why I'm saying, you know, that I feel personally for me, and you don't have to, that the work needs to be recognized. I guess this is more of a question to clarify your previous passage. Do you feel like because you have success now, do you feel pressured to work harder to make it better or sustain it or not really? Ask the question again. Do you feel like because we've had a successful relationship and you recognize the work and you acknowledge the work, past work, do you feel any kind of pressure to make it better than what it is? No. I look at it as I've done a a lot of amazing things over the course of the 12 years and I've really changed. I think my life is exponentially better since I met you and is still continuing to grow and be amazing. When I wake up every day, I'm literally like, what will happen today? And I'm like, let's, let's kill it. You know, I, I can only do the best that I can do. And I think I'm a really good problem solver. If I can't figure it out right now, I'll figure it out in a day or two or whatever, and then move on. But I don't put stress on myself because of the success that we've had previously. Yeah. I think because, like I said, I recognize the work because I realize that it takes work to be really good at what you want to do. Uh, so I'm going to put in the work, but I'm also going to recognize the work that I put in. I feel like your partner is like your personal trainer is like your therapist. There's added value, but you have to be willing to want to change and do the work to change. And so yeah. I'm going to take credit for that. I know you're not making me take credit for it, but I don't no. want to take credit for your growth. I can't make you do anything, my dear husband. Well, that's I one thing. Very early Listen. long. Listen. Very early long. Listen. I do not have the superpower to change his emotional state. I do Listen. not have the superpower to tell him what to do. Woo! I learned quick and I learned hard. Like my grandmother used to say, <laughs> quick, fast, and in a hurry. <laughs> Oh my God. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. That was my grandmother's religious Christian first lady of the church saying, get your shit together, bitch. Like, but she never said that. Never said that because she Oh my she God, never, I would love it if she would have said that to me. I would have been so pants. happy. But she didn't until my grandfather passed away and I took her to JCPenney to get some pants. I, I said, that. we getting some sweats up in this. Get in then, get comfortable. You know, this is so bad. A lot of people out there actually might think this is very disrespectful. But I remember my grandfather passed away. I would, like, try to get my grandmother to curse and, like, do that stuff. And, you know, she would laugh. She never would do it this before. This is Sean. He is the biggest <laughs> pot stir. I swear to God. I was like, he come on, my mom. the bear. I'm like, come on, my mom. Like, just say one word. Did she ever? I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, the fact that you don't remember, it says to me that maybe she didn't. Or I don't know. Is she didn't say it like, you know, my mom would say it. But anyway... I just made an observation in my own thoughts mm -hmm. about that question. I feel the same about these two things when it comes to success. Success in relationship and success in my career, I just realize I respond 
to the work in that the same way. So this is going to be like really shocking. Yes, there are moments in my career and in my work where I'm like, wow, like I did a really good job. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, I do not give a fuck on like how successful I am. Mm. Because it's just my commitment to what I've been doing. It is a, like I'm super present. And if I'm in an effed up space, I don't know why I said effed up. I curse all the time. But then I'm like, okay, that's where you are. And that's the choice you made. And that's how you got here. But when it's really great, it's like, okay, this is where you are. You made these choices. This is how you got here. I think I love when I see other people successful. Or like I'm training for this physique competition. And I'm vi- I think because I visualize and manifest things that I want. My feeling of success is more of like, okay, just stay present, just stay present. And the same in our relationship, it's just, you know, just stay present. Just like the other day, I was, you know, very short and testy with you before I left the house like a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And I called you and I was like, you know, I'm really sorry (laughs) because that's growth. That's amazing. growth. Because I was just like, there's why are you acting like that? Because that's what I would say to somebody else who was being crazy. Like, why are you acting like that? Okay, it's fine that you acted like that because that's how you act. But I'm like, he ain't do nothing to you. I mean, that's a moment that I can look back on and be like, wow, like there's growth. But I just, I feel like I just stay present in the moment. Yeah. Hmm. It's I just fascinating. I think we're literal opposites. Like we were born on different sides. Well, on the same side of the country. We grew up on different sides of the country. We are not the same color. We're kind of opposites on that. Like everything about your life is kind of the way it was raised is opposite of. Yeah, I am Venus and you are. What am I? I would probably say you are Pluto, which is even. uh, It's not. I'm not even a planet. Well, I was going to say I'm Pluto. I'm an ice-cold planet. I was going to say you're Venus. Mercury. What no. it should be is you're Mercury. No, but Venus, Mercury is not the hottest planet. Oh, I know from last night. Venus is. So here's the deal, people. <laughs> like, my husband at night will either watch reel after reel after reel about yes. death, about murder. What about else? The stars and the planets. And people's stories and, like, their struggles and how they got through them. I don't just, you know... Come on, give me some props on my education of human behavior. When I hear them, I'm like, okay, we just heard that like five times ago. Like, this is kind of the same story. Like, what enthralls you to watch more and more and more of them? I think you asked me this question a long time ago. But I think I watch those things because, first of all, I'm like, I can't believe somebody would act like that. The human behavior it's like what i'm just like what but i'm also a detective so i kind of you know that's why i went to ashley flowers Mm -hmm. the deck podcast live recording because i love her and i love crime junkie and i love whatever i like figuring out the case and i just i love the the process of like how they analyze and like find the murderer and why? But then why? It's you know because there's always a backstory. Mr. Ballin does a really good job on his podcast because every single podcast will start in the summer of 1973 or like in the fall in a small of two. No, he doesn't do that. Of Peoria, no, no, Illinois. no, he doesn't do that. He starts with a Scott got out of his car, had just finished work, had all his bags in his hand, walks up the steps in this really nice neighborhood, opens the door to his house, and sees. Sean sitting on a couch 
And when he realized that Sean wasn't responding, he realized that something was terribly wrong. <laughs> It'll go back to the very beginning of where this person started from. And it's the process of events of how this person got to it that's really fascinating. I personally believe it helps me when I, when I go to therapy myself or when I'm, you know, when people ask me questions about themselves because I'm like, let's go back. What is, how did this begin? Like, where was this switch in your mindset for you to start to feel this way? Okay. Why do you think I don't like those? Let's well, not. most of the time you're like, I'm going to dream about this. And, I, <laughs> and I'm like, you already have bad dreams. You kick me all the time I in the do, middle of the night. Sadly. So you might as well have the bad dream with me. I actually said that to Ashley Flowers. I was like, my husband would not come because he would have bad dreams. And she was like, so I think, it, I don't know if it was her husband or her mom or someone else was like, we got to get Scott to the live recording. I'm like, I think you would really enjoy I'm it. I'm sure it would be truly amazing, authentically. So I'm going to tell you why I don't watch those. It's because typically it's a story about someone who is like a mother or a son or a husband or wife that has lost someone along the way or that, you know, there's a mystery and it's like, ugh, I can't emotionally deal with more than one of them. I'll listen to a good one story and then I'm like, I'm out. I don't want to go there again because it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And I don't have the mental fortitude for that because I have to love my husband and I have to love my kids and I have to, you know. Seeing these couples you know, take out life insurance policies, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. I still got to get that on you. Because, you know, Scott will be, Scott will send me a text message and be like, hey, like, did you get a text from my bank? You know, I had to like get into your account. And I'm like, my first question is, did you take out a life insurance <laughs> policy on me, bitch? Uh, not yet. It, it's coming. The that, crime junkie way is be okay. rare, be rude, stay alive. Stay alive. So I'm going to ask you, if you keep asking for my bank account info, I'm going to be like, I'm just doing check-ins. I have it memorized. I'm just doing check-ins. Well, you need my PIN number for, for me. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You told me that we had to do this podcast. Did you have a question or any sort of no. like thing prepared that you were going to surprise me. Absolutely with? not. You were just going to look at my beautiful face and talk no. the entire time? No. I mean, yes. I just wanted to do a quote-unquote Valentine's Day episode that wasn't necessarily about love, and it's just about how we process things differently, how we are different. You asked me about struggles. We actually process struggles differently. Yeah. 
And, you know, I think that there was one thing that I did have. Okay, so this is so interesting. I pulled something in my back the other day while I was working out. I'm getting old. And so I had to go get a massage. So I meet the guy, the my massage, massage therapist. <laughs> you know, he was really great. He, I, I really liked his look. He had, like, super long dreads. He was just, like, very eccentric and acknowledged it. And I was mm-hmm. like, you are my kind of people just because you're different. We were just talking, and I was like, yeah, my husband. He's like, oh, you have a husband? Like, he was really shocked. Shocked? Are you shocked? <laughs> are you shocked? So I was like, yeah, I have a husband. We talked some more. And he was like, uh, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, you know, I have two kids. He was like, you have a husband and two kids? Like, he was really taken aback. I mean, he lives in California. He works yeah. at Equinox <laughs> West Hollywood. Like, he knows the gays. So it's not like he, but he was just really shocked and, like, intrigued. And then I told him we were together for over 12 years, and he was really shocked. He's like, <laughs> what? And then we started talking about relationships. And he was like, you know, we just started chatting. He was like, you know, can I tell you something? And I'm like, yes. Here we go. I'm like, I'm going to get a story. So then he told me he is poly, polyamorous. So that's like me and you are together, but yeah. you wanted oh, to date yeah, other yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, got it. Yep. So, you know, he's like, I'm polyamorous. I I was in a relationship before. She acted like she was okay with it, but she wasn't. And now I'm with a woman who, like, celebrates it. And then so I was just like, you know, what is the joy of that? But from his perspective as a 29-year-old, you know, and he was just like, I think the ultimate form of love is when your partner is happy that you're doing something or being with somebody that makes you happy. Like, this person is his main person, Mm -hmm. but, you know, he can, like, go out with her friends if he wants, or he can find, you know, whatever. So I just thought that was really interesting. So anyway, so then we started talking about this idea of love and how love, and not necessarily is unconditional, but, like, do you think true love is seeing the person you're with happy even outside of yourself. And then I went back to the moment where when we met after a couple months, you were like, I'm going to need to take like, my friends told me I need to take six months. I sounded just like that. My friends told me I need to take six months to be by myself and then I can decide. And I was like, be nice. I, I was nice. Be nice right now. I'm done with, I'm done with your voice. Impersonating I could have did a worse one. What was worse than the one you just did? Well, you know, oh, no. I could have did that, but I didn't. I softened it up a little bit. That's very nice. <laughs> so anyway, so I was like, yo, well, I definitely want to be with you. I'm like, listen, you're not going to be happy with me if you're not happy with the decision that you're making to be with me. And I remember I gave you a little note, and I remember going to Whole Foods in Union Square. I was with Darren, and I had, like, let you go, like the doves. Yeah. I was like, I'm completely fine. I was like, I'm not going to cry about this or whatever. And I let you go, and you came back to me later that night. It was a life-changing moment for for the both of us. Yeah, but my whole point is I realized – that the foundation of my love for you is like, you literally have to be happy. And I believe that there are some times where I'm not capable of bringing you that joy or happiness. Just like generally, like if I'm sad that day, I'm like, mm. you know, go live your best yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. go do what you need to do. Like go on a vacation, <laughs> go to Vegas, <clears throat> like go do you. Because I think 
you know, you do it for me. Like, you send me to Carlsbad or whatever. We've never had that, oh, I need a boys weekend or I need a girls weekend. Like, me and Jessica has gone to Vegas. It's more about, because there are some things, like, I'm like, I don't want to be a part of that unless it's me and you. And so, anyway, I like seeing you happy. I also like it for myself. Because I did say to Ashley, Flowers, and Kate, Scott would never come here with me. <laughs> and I'm okay with it. That and then I and then true. I threw I'm no, I know. I'm I know. I'm totally being okay. silly. I'm totally being silly. But I want to finish. This is where I started pop. But I was like, yep, yeah, but I go to RuPaul's. Mm-hmm. I go to drag shows with him multiple times. I, I fly him to television. However, I don't watch the show with you though. I don't watch the show with you, but I go to the live shows because you know I love the Kiki. I really don't hold it against you. Had I been invited to Los Angeles, you would not have I gone have to totally that show. I would have totally gone to that show. I know how much you love. It would be super cute to see you meet Ashley Flowers for the first time and be like, "My Bayballs is like in heaven." I was in the heaven. The same way I was, you know, meeting Laganja and Laganja Strange. Yes, and Alyssa and, and Alyssa Everton. Shangela. You know, it's like it's our little fun things that take us away, from, you know, of reality. I know you would go. Maybe you can go to another one with me oh i'm busy but (laughs) but there's also like you know when you watch the show like when you when you sit down and you watch rupaul's drag race you don't want me in the room because i'm gonna be like i not i know you want me i know you want but i don't want to be in the room and that energy is gonna like it's gonna filter off on you i authentically think if you watch i have watched it before with me but i have watched it no i know I'm just saying this wall that's been put up about Drag Race. No, I love great stories there. I know. know, I love Drag Race. I love RuPaul. I love the performances. I love the lip sync battles. I don't like the workroom. It's just too much for me. And I don't want to watch it. I got it. But I love many, many, many drag queens. I love seeing them perform. We've been to the Vegas show twice. I took you to... Tel Aviv. <laughs> I went Cobalt in Phoenix. We went to Cobalt. Joey J. Did you know I go? I like support Alamoja. the cleats, honey. I would even dress in drag and slay the game. But I just I don't know. It's just like that. Okay. Well, I appreciate the support. Anyway, I'm not really sure where that show went. <laughs> but it was fun. I think it was about, you know, learning and discovering. Like I was intrigued about the work for you because we are humans. We've made a lot of choices over the course of years. We're successful. We are where we are because of the path that we're on, right? It's curious for me to understand how and why you process things because I like to learn. I like to be like, oh, well, maybe if he does it that way, I should try it because I'm constantly trying to become a better person. And so that's why I'm intrigued to learn more. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys showing up for this Valentine's Day episode. I'm so happy it's over because the mint has worn off. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. He actually wore off like 30 minutes into the No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm totally joking because I want everybody out there to see that I'm a potster. There's nothing wrong with this breath. He didn't have any problem with my breath last night. Oh, my God. So we're going to end the show there. Seriously, thank you guys for joining. for joining. Us. And thank you for just loving him. <laughs> and uh, for who he is. And regardless of where your relationship is at the current moment, whether you are in a relationship in the moment. Yeah. But for those of you who are, or yeah. you're about to be, 
whether you process your relationship like Scott and your, you know, wins along the way, or if you process it like me and you're just in the present moment living your best life, just do you. And I think at the end of the day, what they heard here a lot is that we're very different. Yeah. And I think that's really, really cool. You know, they say opposites attract. They attract because there's something intriguing about the other person's brain. A lot of people make those moments moments of turmoil when really there can be moments of growth. So hopefully you can trust and believe in yourself first, trust and believe in your relationship second, and trust and believe in who you are. <laughs> You're saying I'm, I'm, I'm minding my business. I just want you all to have a great day and I hope we put a smile on your yeah, face. Yeah, I did not have to finish that show, but I love y'all. Peace.